Hello and welcome to another edition of the Slightly Personal Podcast. I'm your host, Christopher DeCerbo, and we are presented by NFL Draft Diamonds. Today, we were so lucky to be able to be joined by a talented defensive lineman at the University of Rutgers right here in our New Jersey backyard. Julius Turner was able to give me and the Slightly Personal Podcast fans a little bit of a deeper dive into not only the player... Put the person behind the shoulder pads. Fuck if you owe me, them brokers got habit. RP Cole, we got 24 bullets for eight of your problems. I'm shooting like marriages. I got at it. I'm your man. I might be a rapper. They know I be trapping. One thing I won't do is give me no money. It's like being faithful. It just ain't going So, Julius Turner, what was life like growing up in Memphis? Um, well, yeah, like I said, man, um, Memphis, I was there for like, when I was, since I was like six, so, um, I really don't remember too much. I remember a couple of friends, but that's not much, but, um, yeah, but mostly I, I was, I was raised in Mississippi, so that's what I really claim the most. So how was it going from Memphis to Mississippi? Was it difficult, you know, being young, you know, taking that move? I mean, how was it like kind of acclimating to a whole new situation? What was that experience like um, for you? It was cool. I was young at the time, man. So, like I said, I don't, I don't remember too much, but it was good, man. Um, I moved to Mississippi, and um, you know, I, I, uh, to Meridian, Meridian, High. and um, it's a good. It, it was that's when I um, moved there, and it was good. And what was your time like at Meridian High? I mean, can you talk about you know how they kind of prepped you to be able to play football, you know, at the Division One level, especially at Rutgers University? Um, it's a Meridian High, you know, it's a it's a good tradition of football down there in uh, Mississippi. So, uh, you know, it was um my coach, um, Coach Williams, is a great coach. Uh, we actually beat a team. Um, I don't know, South Panola, one year. Um, they had a record like seventy nine and zero. And um, in two thousand eight, um, we had beat them. Um, and it was one of our great, real good championships. But yeah, man, Meridian High, it was it was great. Um, and, um, my, my D line coach, they helped me out a lot. Um, you know, just during the, during the process and everything. And yeah, man, really just great coaching. And what was your recruiting process like? I mean, how did you go from you know Mi- Mississippi to New Jersey? I mean, it's you know it's a pretty big difference. It's a it's a big step, right? Um, yeah. So I was actually committed to La Tech at first, and um, yeah. So I was committed to La Tech. Then like two, it's crazy, man. Like two weeks, two or three weeks, uh, right before R- Rutgers had offered me. Because uh, they had got a new staff came in, Coach Ashton, a new staff came in. So, boom, they offered me. And, yeah, man, I just took it, man. It was the Big Ten, so I didn't want to hold back, man. I just took it. And, um, you know, and, and so far it's been good, you know. Um, my, my journey at was Rutgers was great, so I, I don't regret it at all. And did you – you registered as a freshman, correct? Right. How do you feel that maybe, like, helped prepare you for maybe the differences that was going to happen at the collegiate level from the high school level – for sure, it, um, it prepared me a lot. Uh, like I was, not, I wasn't naive when I got there. When I when I got there, man, I saw big guys. Like I was like, yeah, I don't know if I'm, I don't know if I'm ready for this yet. Then you know, we got the plan. I wasn't, you know, always ready. So um, the rest year helped me a lot. You know, just to sit back and look and experience everything and see, you know, how how, how the older guys, you know, took care of business. So when I got my chance, I got my, you know, I, I, I knew what I was going to do with it. You know, take advantage of it. And now, you know, while you were at Rutgers, there was a coaching change, correct? Right. How did you, you know, handle Coach Ciano, you know, coming back to a place where he had so much success previously, you know, left, went to the NFL, kind of, right. you know, and then he comes back to Rutgers. What's that like for someone that wasn't really recruited by him, but still had the opportunity to be able to, you know, learn from that guy? Man, it was great, man. Um, Coach Ciano came in 
Um, you know, it was crazy. He came in during the COVID season, so we didn't even know we was gonna have a season um, or not. But, but like uh, Coach Channels, he's a great coach, man. You know, he he made me a lot. Uh, he made me a better a better person overall. Than anything, you know, this is one of his um, you know goals coming back. He always wanna he would really wanted to come back and just help help out the um, you know the youth. Really, uh, it's not all about winning. You know, just you know trying to make you the best person you can be and the best leader. So he helped me with that a lot, man. Um, the football aspect, you know, everybody knows how, how good of a coach he is, man. You know, he um, really changed Rutgers' program like he is, you know, the pride of Rutgers. So, so um, yeah, he came in. It wasn't too hard, man. You know, he's a good coach, so it wasn't too hard. He's a good dude. Yeah, it's just like kind of adding into the family, the, the CHOP family, correct? Isn't that what it's, you know, it's called? What does it mean, you know, to – I saw on your, your post where you announced you are going to the NFL draft, it says CHOP every day, every moment, or each and every moment. What does that mean right. to maybe some of the listeners that don't really know about what that's like at Rutgers or what that means? Man, chop, man. It's just, you know, um, it's really just, you know, focus on that one spot. You know how you chop a tree down and, you know, you might get you might get a little aggravated. You chop, chop, then you miss the spot. It's really just focus on that spot, man, and always, you know, just keep going and chop the moment, you know. That's what they say down there. Um, you know, just to, just to keep, keep your head on, you know, keep your head on right and just keep going. Don't give up on nothing. And yeah, that's what they go by. So it's a good culture. When you first, you know, went to Rutgers University, did you expect that one day you would be getting your master's degree? Oh yeah, I already, I already knew. Man, my family they real big on on school. So um, my mother was um, she's always you know calling me every day, making sure my my grades right. She always wanted me to get that degree. So um, I kind of knew, man, when I when I knew I got there. So I knew I was gonna get it. Um, I wanted to stay the you know the whole four years. If I you know was was able to leave early, I wasn't probably gonna leave. I was gonna stay to get the degree. So it was it was it was, it was good. And what's your master's degree in? If you don't mind me asking, it's criminal justice. Gotcha. And is there like a plan for that? Because obviously you know everyone wants football to last forever. But right. you know, I mean, if it did, it'd be a perfect world. I mean, only Tom Brady is the one out there right now that's doing it for you know out there. So what is uh, what do you plan on doing with that? Uh, to be honest, man, criminal justice, it came because my, my brothers um, are criminal justice majors too. So um, and later in the process, when I, you know, got there, like my sophomore year, they kept asking me what I wanted to do. And I really didn't know what I wanted to do, man. I really did. And um, so, you know, I just really fell back. I seen my, my brothers do it, so I fell back on that and I did it. Not really saying I want to do nothing with criminal justice, but I know it's some, you know, it, it might happen, it might not. But I really want to be like more like a, like a real estate agent. Or somebody that were entrepreneur. Make money you know? and th- make money in real estate, man. That's the way you make you know? money nowadays. Exactly. So uh, I would mind my, you know, looking looking towards that, or um, you know, just being entrepreneur, entrepreneur, starting my own business or something, you know. Yeah, I, I don't know if you saw. Uh, my girlfriend got me to start watching this one show on Netflix. It's called Selling Tampa. It's Chad Johnson's uh, wife does like a uh, Netflix shot there. It's just pretty funny. Like they sell like these like you know multi million dollar houses and make like a 5% commission, which is like $200,000 on like that. And it's like, what? It's like, geez, it's like, that's what I need to do, man. You know, I'm waiting for that <laughs> to happen. You know, but, but going back to, you know, your time at Rutgers, I saw that, you know, you also ended it on a good note, you know, not just on Tax Slayer Gator Bowl, which we'll talk about, but, you know, what was the Paul Robinson Award like being able to be awarded that? Oh, it was great, man. You know, Paul Robinson, um, he has a great history at Rutgers, you know, being a uh, first um, African American football player at Rutgers, so um, he he act, you know, he played. I think he did track. He did so much at Rutgers, man. He's um, so it was it was great getting the honor, you know, just being under like having that award under my the name. So it was good. And, and what is who's that award awarded to? What's you know what are the criteria? You have um, to meet? It's, 
Yes, yeah, uh, you know, that's um, leadership on the field, off the field, um, you know, um, academics, hard work, dedication to just the program, you know, stuff like that to the most, um, most player. And, you know, going back to the football playing side of it, you know, obviously you guys had the tax layer gator bowl. Then, you know, go how you guys really want to, obviously, you know, that might not go, but you also didn't think that you were going to have that game. Can you kind of run through what was like, I heard you guys were still practicing. I mean, what was like, they tell you your season's over, but your coach tells you your season's not. What's, what's that like as a player? It was, it was crazy, bro. Cause like we was all great. Like, you know what I'm saying? We was done. We had our little um, banquet and, you know, that was it for us. And, you know, I'm, I'm going back home to, you know, just to, to pre pre drive, um, the prep for the draft and stuff like that. Um, you know, um, then boom, they, the Texan A&M had dropped it out and, you know, Everybody was looking at it like, and everybody started coming in with Rutgers next, Rutgers next. I'm like, oh, this can't be real. Then, um, you know, coach sent out a little text. Everybody said we're going to the we're going to the Gator Bowl in um, Florida. And it was like crazy. And it was like this was Christmas, like what? This is the 23rd, and then we had to leave on Christmas Day. Like people that was out of town, we had to get back. And bro, I didn't like it was it was crazy. I didn't, you know, I, I got up on Christmas Day like what six seven in the morning. I had to drive up to the airport like two hours away, then got on the plane. And that's how I spent my Christmas. So I want to trade it back for nothing because it was a great experience, man. But it was crazy, though. It's a pretty cool Christmas gift to be able to play another, I mean, to be able to play another game. It's great. It's playing my first bowl game, to be exact. So that was good. It was was real good. No, that's awesome. That's that's definitely awesome. What was it like being voted as a captain? I mean, not everyone gets to be a captain. What was that experience like knowing that your teammates, you know, trusted you enough to lead them in the battle every day? Yeah, man, uh, it it was great, man. Um... You know, it was it was real good being a captain. Um, you know, it's it's not easy. You know, being trying to be got to be right every day, being a leader. You know, can't have no off days really. So, it was it was great, man. You know, um, I went I went traded back for nothing. I, I'm 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 glad the guys you know thought I was a good good leader to to lead by. So, um, you know, it was it was it was a real it was a great honor to be a captain. And how are you tackling this offseason as you prefer, prepare to hopefully hear your name called in the NFL draft, but definitely for the professional level? What's mm-hmm. your life kind of like right now, taking going from you know high school to college to now you're getting ready for the pro? What's your everyday life like now? Um, you know, I just you know I'm, I'm working out right now. Um, in, um, Pennsylvania. So I've been in Pennsylvania, man, working um training right now so this is you no know, get up every day you know do stuff um speed train this and that you know um you know so it's been a grind I'm grinding right now dog just to be honest so it's, it's been good though man it's, it's it's what I want you know and it's what I dreamed of so I'm just happy to be here blessed to be here grind never stops right never stops bro never <laughs> <laughs> exactly exactly and you know from Seeing that, I noticed that, you know, in the beginning part of your career, you played more of a nose tackle position, then you moved more to a defensive tackle, you know, the scheme changed. Like, where do you feel like, you know, at the next level, your your skills are going to be more highlighted at? Like, what do you think, you know, you're going to be in the best position? Are you looking to be position, you know, go? could you play on the outside at the defensive end position? Sure. You know, what, you know, because obviously at the next level, every team kind of wants that Swiss Army knife if they can get that. You know, how do you kind of right. look at your game and see what position you could play? Um, I feel like, you know, um, I, I, I use my, you know, I'm a 
use my quickness and stuff and my speed and my and my power. So I feel like I could be in like in a, in a four down front, you know, a three tag or a nose, um, three a three man. I could play all three, four. I played four eye in college, and I played the nose in the, um, in the three man front. So. Basically, man, yeah, just, you know, getting, getting penetration up the middle, you know, just being disruptive, you know, really the three taking the nose. Like, I feel like I could play those the best. And what are some of the points that you're looking to kind of maybe improve on, you know, because obviously, you know, you, you don't look at yourself as a perfect player. So there's got to be some things that you look to go on and grind at every day, you know, to get you right. to where you can be, you know, look one day and be like, wow, you know, I just have to go and perfect my craft now. I don't have to work on anything too much like that. You know, where do you feel that you're focusing on the most this offseason to look and, you know, improve on? Really? Right. Really, Um, I've I really been working on my flexibility, you know. I just got to get my, you know, my, my flexibility up and my, and, and my balance too. Um, it might sound little, but it's, it's you know, it's, it's really big, you know, keeping your balance and, and being real flexible, you know. Um, that's what I'm focused on the most, you know, and especially in my you always get better at your speed, your speed and your feet work and stuff like that. So really those main three, that's what I'm really focusing on. And what kind of guy are pro teams, you know, possibly gaining when they bring in Julius Turner and, you know, separate from the player, you know, what kind of locker room guy are you? What kind of person, you know, what, what made you become a captain? You know, what are you going to tell these teams? That's like, you know, I'm the guy you want to bring in. Cause the one thing also is, you know, you hear every day now there's, people that really can't handle, you know, the pressure of the pro league. Like, why are yeah. you, why are you different from that? Why are you going to be one of the ones that's going to be successful? Oh man, you know, uh, I feel like I'm a, I'm a good guy to be around, you know, energetic. I bring a lot of energy, you know, every day to, um, to whatever I'm doing. So real energetic, real, real, real good guy, cool guy to be around, you know, um, you know, and just, you know, just I just know I'll, I'll be able to get it done. Real focus, you know. Keep everybody on the right track. Do everything right, you know, for the culture, for the program, or whatever, you know, whatever you're working for. So that's what I feel like I'm different, man. I'm, I'm just so determined, and you know, want to get it done, you know. Who are some of the people that are going to kind of like help keep you grounded? You know, I know you talked about like you know your mom and your brothers. Like, can you give a little bit more insight, on like the kind of you know support staff that you have that's going to be going with you into the pro level? Yeah, for sure, man. My family, my um, my family, man. I've been supporting me since day one. You know, ever since I came to Rutgers. You know, they all all being from Mississippi. You know, coming all the way up here, traveling to some games and stuff like that. So, um, my mom, my sister, man, my my four brothers and my pops. You know, those, that's really my backbone, man. You know, people I really do it for. So, you know, just they 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 show the most support. You know, as which which they you know their family. So that's what they're gonna do. And we're really big on that. My family really big on, you know, supporting each other. And so, yep. And I also saw when I was looking on your Instagram, I saw a dog named Gucci. Is that correct? Yeah, I got a dog. I got a um, Shizu Pomeranian, man. That's my, that's my, that's my boy. <laughs> I, I, I got a dog too. That's man. That's, I saw that dog. I was like, I gotta ask about the dog. I was like, you can't. Yeah. Especially if you're posting it underneath on your story, you know, uh, you know, you <laughs> want everyone to click on that, and you want everyone. So I had to bring it up and all that. How old's Gucci? You gotta give us a little like what's. Yeah, Gucci man. I got Gucci when um when he was like like what two or three months, and yeah, it's crazy man. I had him, I had him since he was like one, but when the COVID came, I had I didn't know like what I was gonna be able to do. And my brother was living it um up here in New Jersey too, so um and he was getting ready to move back to Mississippi for for another job, and COVID was coming. We didn't know we was gonna have a season or not. 
And, you know, I know people, I usually let people keep Gucci, but, you know, COVID, when it first came, everybody wanted to be really isolated about themselves. So I didn't have nobody to take care of them. So I just, you know, let them go back home with my, bro- with my mom and my pops. And they love them down there. So he been, <laughs> he been down there right now. You know, I go back when I see him. He still remember me when I come or he, you know, jumping happy and stuff like that. So it's 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 good, man. That's that's really my I call him my son for real. Oh, trust me, man. I know you feel like a parent, don't you? For real, I do, man. I been through so much with him when he was younger. He was a puppy. He used to pee and boobo everywhere and stuff. So I really had to really take care of him. I feel like a, a real a dad. <laughs> my my girlfriend gets mad because I got more pictures of my dog on my phone than I do of, of her and I. So she does. She gets mad about that. And I'm like, but it's, it's like it's come on, it's my son. I mean, you know, what do you what do you want from me? You know, it's like. Yeah, yeah, but Julius, I, I really do appreciate you know you know taking the time tonight to give me and the slightly personal podcast fans a little bit of a deeper look. You know at. The player, not only the player, but the person you are, especially before you, know, you take the next step. I, I really do, you know, look forward to hearing about your journey, man. Seeing, you know, hopefully hearing your name called, and you know, in April, I, I think that you definitely have the opportunity to do it. And you got, you got a good head on your shoulders, man. I really do appreciate you taking the time today. Man, I appreciate you guys, man, having me here, man. Thanks a lot. Hey, hey, I keep a rack on my feet. I need a rack for a feet. I get some rest in my dogs. They wanna rap them some peas. Bitches be telling it all, and now your little bestie just got some D. Niggas be telling it all.